This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello? Can you hear us? <laughs> Welcome in for no, real. I was about to start singing. It's a good thing that this thing's uh, we got going. <laughs> to the DNVR Avalanche <laughs> podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account. Got a pick of the week for you. Just bet on Mika ranting and have a multi-point night every fucking game. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> it's like par for the course at this point. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, go over there to DraftKings, put your bets in, get on it. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Avs win over the Carolina Hurricanes, 4-1. to one. Air horns, air horns, air horns. Do, do we need <laughs> air horns for this game? This game was too janky for air horns. Yeah. This is more of like a Vuvuzela game. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it, 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 it do be like that. Was the beginning of the start of the pod like just kind of par for the course tonight? <laughs> On brand, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, overall, a game that I guess you could define as solid from Colorado. They certainly didn't give up a ton. Um, we'll, we'll get into it. I'll, I'll let AJ hit the 60 second rundown first. I mean, let's do our winner shots first. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh. These probably important. Ugh. Actual shot glasses. Careful. This is so full. I'm just. Okay. All right. You good? Yeah. <laughs> I still had my gum. Oh, that's a poor choice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Needed to swallow that thing before. <laughs> that was a bad call. It was Jaeger. <laughs> yeah, Jaeger, Jaeger is our preferred winner shot. I, yeah. I have no idea how Blaze forgot that, but now that we're back home, good yep yeah bring more, back more often that. than not it will be jaeger what was the crazy stuff we had last year we're talking about uller yeah oh that was was that that wasn't that was, last that was two year. years that ago was that was ago. was it that long ago god i yeah. might have to bring that back it wasn't that bad it's it like, wasn't it wasn't bad it was just expensive yeah man. yeah uh anyway so, no malort will not oh be. that stuff is awful <laughs> Malort is uh, like there were like our whole staff was doing Malort during the cup run. Yeah, they thought it was good luck. we were hard out on that. Our friends well, from I CHGO <laughs> sent brought us, us four a bunch of it. Yeah. And so we were like, people were like, let's do it. <laughs> and I told them that if they won the cup, I would do it. So that's the only time that I did it because <laughs> I'd had it before. I'd made that mistake. I got sucker dance. Nasty, man. So gross. Yep. All right. Let's hit this rundown. 60 second rundown. Are we good? Great. So it was the jankiest of janky hockey games that we have ever seen this season. Ever seen this in like 12 games. <laughs> big, uh, big list. First first period, though, it, it felt like each team was 
completely incapable of controlling the puck. And then Kale McCarr gets a, a goal befitting a janky hockey game. No, too true. Off the back glass and then off Ante Ranta's foot and into the net. And then Miko moosed the fuck out. Beat up Calvin DeHaan, took the puck, <laughs> fended off a big mad Jalen Chatfield, found McCarr in front, and McCarr had two goals in like four minutes. Two nothing after the first period. Uh, Jordan Stahl would get a goal because he always scores in Colorado, and then it was 2-1. And then at the third period, uh, 2-1-1 from the Avs turned into Miko to Nate, and then Miko scored an empty netter to make it 4-1. Bam. Just like that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think you were going to make it. I didn't either. <laughs> at eight seconds, I thought yeah. I was done. <laughs> and so there's really not like a ton of details in this game outside of the goals for the most part. It was so... I, I will say the things that stood out the most, obviously, your star performers. Of course. Because um, they show up for Colorado. They don't for Carolina. Um, a battle of the backups. You win the battle of the backups. You feel good about that. Uh, but then it really just came... It really just came down to special teams. Yep. Because the abs were special on them. And... Carolina was anything but. Well, and that's the thing. Is that whatever Carolina was trying to do, it the abs just chewed them up. Yep. Their PK, that's the best PK that we've seen from them all season. Didn't, I mean, there were, I think they had four power plays total, some of them shortened or whatever. There were two of them where it felt like Carolina wasn't even on a power play. Like, they never got set up in yeah. the zone at all. It, yeah. it was dominant from the abs penalty killing in that regard. So credit to where credit's due and a, a perfect showing of how five games ago the Avs' biggest concern was their penalty kill and, and tonight you're sitting here going the Avs' PK over the last five games has really done pretty damn well yeah, yeah and what's been great is that it, even when it has given up a goal mm -hmm. you know because it, it does I mean you are still seeing them give up a goal most games. Yep. But they're not. It's the even strength goals are cut down. Yep. And it's like, look, if you're only giving up a goal on the PK, you're fine. Well, that, I mean, right. Yeah. <laughs> they did lose one nothing on a power play only goal. They and sure was, did. But 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 you're expecting that will probably be the only time that happens and, this yeah. season. And you're also looking at these going like, oh, they're giving up a goal in a game where their penalty kill killed four of five. Things like that. So, you know, yeah. maybe do a better job of staying out of the box, Josh Manson. But, <laughs> well, and I I guess we could talk about the refing a little bit here because I, it was really weird tonight. It was weird, but I don't have a ton to say about I, well, it, and to that's, be honest. I think it could be pretty quick. We could drive by it. But, I mean, I thought it was pretty poor. Um, poor were, feels like par for the course. They were days, missing so. really, really obvious calls. Yep. And then they call some really sketchy Really stuff, soft. Like, yeah. Uh, Josh Manson boards a guy, and then a Doesn't minute, get a call. A minute <laughs> later, there's a slash on Nathan McKinnon at center ice that they call. You know, and you're like, dude, what is that? Yeah. And, you know, the trading high sticks where they don't call one, call yeah, the other. Yeah. And then the high stick on New Hook at the end where yeah. I would love to see like a slow, a slower version of it because to me, it sure looked like it caught his chest and not his chin. I could see where the ref from where he was standing would think that it, it but it that's one of those like yeah. this is, it either does or it doesn't yeah. and it it kind of it kind of looked uh, a little iffy there to me so the boards play too like the the 
Yeah. No calls. <laughs> no, cross, no cross checks were called. No cross checks. No and, like and, pretty borderline boarding shots to guys. And the, no the holding from Evan Rodriguez. Yeah, he yeah, puts yeah, a dude in a headlock in the middle of the arms around him and is like. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, oh my gosh, dude. That, what is that? So I saw Stahl go into the corner and just like wrap his arm around the guy because he's like, I'm not going to get this call here, so might as well just tie yeah. this guy up. Like, I mean, I, style. I don't remember who did it, but I, somebody had Kale around his waist like he was yeah. trying to dance with him. <laughs> and I'm like, is this a bit? Like, what are you doing? And it doesn't get like, it was just such a strange. What got called versus what didn't get called in a game where they all felt really obvious. Yeah. yeah. And some of the ones that got called were really like what not. Yeah. This? What about Makar's penalty? It's up there. That's a penalty. Yeah. He's doing that on purpose. I mean, uh, I, the interference. Yes. The problem. The pro- we talked about it yeah. when it happened. The problem yeah. is he's watching the guy. Yep. If because his if you're gonna make the argument that I'm entitled to this ice, I'm in. Yeah. I can. I can do this. It's entirely because you don't know that that guy's there, yeah. and you're just drifting forward. And you're if he's looking back at the puck, he has an argument. But he's looking right at the guy and drifts in front of him, and is like, "Oh, I'm so wobbly. I'm a well, it, it, like, He's staring at him as he comes in, and the yeah. millisecond they make contact, he's like, "Well, well, well, well." He's like, "Where'd that guy come from?" Like, come on. <laughs> And I, that's that's a play he does often, and well, he gets and away with it a lot. It's a it's a it's a pick play that yeah. lots of teams use. I'm just you can't stare the guy down. <laughs> Look, give yourself some plausible deniability here. If you know you're working for a company that's committing crimes, don't ask about the crimes. <laughs> if you know you're about to crime some a crime on somebody, don't stare crime the guy on down. Somebody. Don't don't stare at your crime victim. It's not okay. <laughs> Kale just needs it's the baby face it's the it's the natural innocence oh, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. got to master the art of criming better that's all it is uh, I think that's the right call it happened and I immediately said that's interference yeah. and then they called it yep <laughs> it's it is what it is maybe the the hockey gods felt there was some karmic retribution because that first goal what the hell <laughs> like so i feel i feel better the more i watched that replay the more i was like it does it's going in anyway i agree because if it doesn't like max go, right there if it doesn't yeah. go off of his foot and it lands in the crease then mckinnon puts it in yeah. it's gonna be a goal <laughs> <laughs> what a bounce though huh? oh it's a crazy ass bounce <laughs> It's exactly the same bounce that happened to Calvin Pickard twice in one game in 2017 against the Calgary Flames. Yep. It happened twice? It did. In one game? It did. Huh. It was. One of them came straight off the back, hit his nameplate, went in. One of them came straight off the back next to the goal, landed on a dude's stick, and they put it in. No, I don't remember that, but yeah, crazy. I remember it because I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> there was a third crazy bounce uh, off Francois Beauchemin's skate. It, it hit a Calgary player and then hit his all, skate. All you had to say was Francois Beauchemin's skate. And <laughs> sure, <laughs> but that was, it was like, that was like the pinnacle of, like, if you were ever trying to explain to somebody the 48-point season, that yeah. was the game I would have shown. Yeah. Because it was like, they got, they weren't, they, they weren't playing well. But they got no breaks along the way. <laughs> Nothing. Is, is that really a fair representation? People forget that Jeremy Smith was the starter for like 20 games that year. Yeah. Well, Calvin Pickard was like 30 or 40 games. Yeah, I, yeah. he was the real starter, but yeah. they he got hurt, so they had to go with Jeremy Smith. <laughs> uh, okay, back to this game. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was probably going in anyway. Still a pretty lucky bounce to have it ricochet back right into the crease. Oh, and like right off the like straight like that. Yeah. Where you go bang, bang, bang. Like that's never happened. <laughs> like pucks are just in such a way, you know, they're shaped in such a way that bounces, they, they don't do straight bounces like well, that. Is, is this your strategy? Is this what you're going for, Blaze, when you tell your kids to shoot it higher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's an actual play I'm telling them to do. <laughs> Not making fun of them for shooting high. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if it ain't broke, don't fix it yeah. on that one. Uh, obviously, the second goal, way, way cooler from both Makar, oh. but mostly Miko. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just such a great goal all around. Like, you want to see, we talk about with Miko Rantanen, you are a giant human being. Go impose your will. Be, be more physical than you are. And he just rolls in and smokes Calvin DeHaan. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and then while yeah yeah I'm pretty sure we got another super chat while it's broken just so you know oh true uh, and then he smokes he smokes Dahan who's hurt and while Dahan is down on the play Chatfield like jumps on his back and yep. tries to like rodeo him and, and he Nico just nah. was like dog I got your yeah. eight seconds right here. <laughs> And Chatfield's <laughs> stick breaks along the way. Miko draws a penalty, centers the puck to Makar, who makes a nice shot and scores. And it was just like, Miko, <laughs> you're very capable. Like, what the hell, man? <laughs> I, look, I, even, when it happened, even I was like, that might have been a penalty on Miko <laughs> to start that play. Dude, it, it really, but... really might have been. I... <laughs> It de- if they would have called something on the hit I, on Dahan, I, I would have I understood. I would not have argued. Agreed. I would have understood. Yeah. Yep. And I thought really, he was getting called. <laughs> I, I, it kind of speaks to the idea that the goals or the, the the calls that were made versus the ones that weren't, the ones that weren't felt a lot more notable. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Makar, I, I don't want to undercredit Makar's shot on this play because it's a perfect shot right there completely freezes him and goes Across right under body, right? Yeah. yeah yeah it's a great shot so and, and we'll talk about this more later but it's starting to feel like kale is is doing his thing again these starting days. to come around a little yeah. bit yeah crazy at yeah. game 13 huh <laughs> i don't so know weird. somebody told me it'd be about 12 13 game i can't remember who it was though i don't, I don't know uh, and and look you end up in a really weird, sludgy first period, and the abs come out of it up to nothing. Yeah. It's hard to feel bad about much in this hockey game because the ultimate result is, all oh, right, the abs just led the whole game and it was fine. It was a crazy nonsense game. I'm sorry. It, like, guys were falling all over the place, losing edges, sticks were breaking all over the place. There was so no many broken sticks. Yeah. Absolutely no flow to the game whatsoever. Yeah. Like you, that's what you're looking for in a game like that. Especially these two teams, you think there'd be a lot of flow, and them just you know going back and forth at each other. That wasn't the case tonight. It was choppy, super duper messy. Yeah. But the Avs did the thing that makes your life a lot easier: get out ahead and just stay ahead. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to battle through that sludge quite as much that way. Yeah, and when you look at it, uh, when you look at the the numbers and all, you're looking at dominant shot attempts from Carolina. Yep. Cool. Good for them. <laughs> like it just didn't matter that much. Uh, Colorado special teams was that good. Yep. 
And when you consider that the first two periods especially, there were so many penalty calls between the two teams yep. that the five-on-five five play, the flow never really mattered as long as your goalie was still doing his job. You know, you were fine. And the only goal that they give up tonight is a, is, is a two-on-one where Josh Manson pinches into nothing and totally sells out, and Rodriguez tries. Yeah, it, he tries to catch I mean, him, but he yeah. starts. He out started three so body far behind. Back. Yeah, that there was never and any. Even chance. old man Jordan Stahl is going to be able to to <laughs> keep that lead going through two thirds of the ice. Right. You know, and it's it's a nice pass. It's a nice finish. Like it's all good offense from Carolina. It's all good what? play. Yeah. But that was it. Like that. The rest of their chances, they had good scoring chances. But there wasn't much that you were like. Like, if you look at the scoring chances, you look at high danger chances, you would think that Carolina really does a good job in this game. But if you watch the game, you don't feel like that's ha- that was the yeah. case. Yeah. You definitely don't. You watch it, you definitely don't feel like Frankie was just surviving or was no. under siege or any of that. You're just like, it was fine. Yeah. He was, it was fine from Colorado's defense did not give up a ton uh, given the circumstances that they were in, it's pretty impressive. But it, it, well, it it was just one of those games too, where you know, in the first period, four minutes in, Sebastian Ajo should be on a breakaway, and he just drops the puck, <laughs> like loses the puck behind him, just slides off his stick. Yeah. And we saw that was the whole first period is that they were each team had dangerous scoring chances, just fall to the wayside, that basically just disappeared yeah. into the ether. There was no play made. It wasn't great defense. It wasn't bad offense. It was just things just sort of happened tonight. Pucks yeah. just dribbled away from guys. Yep. You saw guys it just fell down. LOC shorthanded yeah. there where he yeah. usually just goes for the breakaway. Nothing. It. Yeah. It, weird game. Weird game yeah. for sure. And it was a weird game on both sides where it wasn't like there was one person or whatever that was really like. You know, there there wasn't it wasn't like there was a, a team that was on the receiving end of the universe's ire. It was just right. like, oh, two really good teams. We're gonna throw some nonsense yeah, in there. Yeah, we're gonna make yeah. this as awkward <laughs> as possible. So, and you gotta feel bad if you're Carolina. You have to feel a little bit bad about. Yeah, look, you you only gave up goals to one line tonight, and you lost the game. Yeah. You've got Colorado fighting injuries all over their roster. They are, they're already using their seventh and eighth defensemen in this game. And one of them gets hurt early on and they're down to five D yep. and you take no advantage of it. None. Yep. And I know, I know that they have, you know, a guy like Chatfield is in the lineup, you know, Calvin DeHaan did get hurt on that play, but otherwise their lineup is largely intact. And both teams play in the backup goaltender. I mean, it just kind of feels like missed opportunity from the Hurricanes. Uh, the Abs, the Abs, kind of feel like the walking wounded right now. Yep. Except their star power is dragging them along. How how good can they be? But <sighs> <laughs> tonight showed you. Yeah, I mean, it they did. can be like, pretty good. <laughs> Just on a shift-to-shift basis, because it's not like they were playing particularly well, and then they were up to nothing. Yep. And you're like, well, they got lucky once, and then they, they made a really, really nice one play. One great play. One yeah. great play at 5v5, and they've got a 2 nothing lead. 
And that's that's Colorado for you yep. right now. That's how they're that's how they are currently built. Like, yep. Dare you to make a mistake against Nathan yep. McKinnon and Miko Rantanen? Well, and, and look, it's, there's no secret into how they're getting it done with their back end either. Taze, 28 minutes tonight. McCarr just shy of 27. Wow. Uh, they're leaning on dudes, yeah. to put it lightly. <laughs> but even with 5D, I mean, how much does Jacob McDonald play? Uh, Jacob McDonald. I'm guessing it was in the 16-minute range. Just shy of 17, yep. Did that blind. And, and again, it gets a lot easier to roll those dudes when you're up 2 nothing. when you're oh, up 3-1. Yeah. Well, and you saw they had the 2-1 lead before before the goal in, in the third period. They were still doing it. Yeah. And then they made it 3-1. And who did Jared Bednar throw over the board? <laughs> fourth line. Fourth, fourth line. It was the ultimate, like, I dare you guys to beat us. Yep. We're playing these guys who otherwise may not be in the NHL. I dare you to do something about it. And the Canes didn't do shit. This looked like playoff Carolina. They'll put up nice fancy stats, but their stars don't show. Anybody notice Andrei Svechnikov other than when he was doing some does some crimes of his own? <laughs> Sebastian Ajo? Anybody, anybody notice Sebastian Ajo outside no. of that one he should have had the breakaway? Yeah, not at all. Anybody notice that guy at all? Didn't notice a damn thing from those guys. No. So, I, you know, those were, those were the guys that they need to pick them up, and they do shit. Yep. Uh, we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get yourself some at your local liquor store. Use the Breck Beer Locator at breckbrew.com to find it near you. Uh, we're also brought to you by Game Time. You can get tickets to whatever sporting event you're looking for at Game Time. You can use the link down in the description of the video. You can get prices up to 60% off through Game Time. So some of the best deals for tickets out there. Believe me, you need deals to get tickets to Avs games these days. They do not come cheap. Mm -mm. So be sure to check that out. Also, if you haven't heard, uh, if you haven't seen, coming up this coming Thursday, we're having an event partnering with LaCroix Hockey down here at the DNBR Bar. A bunch of ex-Avs players are going to be here, including Adam Foote, Milan Hayduk, John Mitchell, a bunch of other people. Even people like Peter Budai, who are currently working with the team. So it's going to be a super I'm awesome event. Weirdly excited to hang out with Boots. Yeah. The one goaltender that the Avs really developed. I guess Abisher, too, kind of. Mm. But those are the two. Uh, anyway. No credit to Mark Deneen just because he didn't play here. <laughs> yeah, the Avs didn't get anything out of them, out of him. Yeah, but they did all the work. Yeah, but then they got rid of him. Well, I mean, it was an expansion draft. You'd lose somebody. I'm just saying. Anyway, come on down here on Thursday. Just it's saying. a members-only event. You can get tickets no on the not. website, ddnvr.com. Just 20 bucks to come in, do a meet and greet, get stuff signed by some of the big ex-avs. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a super awesome event. Going to be able to hang out and just kind of vibe with these people. So I'm super looking forward to it. Go get your tickets right now. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, the game was made close in the second period. It was the one goal the Avs do end up giving up there, which we already talked about with Josh Manson making a poor decision on the on the pinch there. <sighs> Lots of them tonight from him. It, it yeah. was not a good game from Josh. I haven't looked at game score uh, yet, and, and as I've mentioned, certainly not my favorite 
Sure. Uh, fancy stat, but can already tell you it's not going to be good for him tonight. I'd be really surprised if he's not on the bottom. Lots of turnovers. Lots yeah. of pushing the puck uh, up to the point where there's a defenseman sitting yeah. there from the other team. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. It was yeah. a lot of bad. It was a lot of really bad hockey from Josh Manson, yeah. um, which... Like we've we've already learned, even in his brief time as an F, like you live with. Yeah, time. it happens. Yeah. The well, it's, it sucks. You're gonna have. They are and, going to happen. And this is the problem with where the Avs are at with injuries, because yeah. with a full decor, it's all right. We lean away from Josh Manson for the rest of the night, right? And deal with it. With hey, your bottom pairing is two AHL guys, and one of them is hurt. Yeah, <laughs> one AHL guy yeah. now. <laughs> you gotta just live with the bad there so abs get away with it obviously that's the only goal they give up but was not a pretty one for him for sure um and yeah and i mean you'd of course you'd love mcdonald to do maybe a little bit more for sure because if you're gonna take the pass away take the pass away he didn't really do he very clearly didn't do that yeah because it wasn't like a great pass he was just through kind of stuck in the middle yeah yeah it's not it's not such a nice play like he really you i would have liked to have seen a little more from him i don't think mcdonald played particularly well um but he just kind of continues to i don't know the the fun chaos machine from a few years ago is it feels like he's gone, yeah. and it just feels like a a low offense, no defense, eighth defenseman right now that's not giving you much. I'm not going to give him too much of a hard time on that goal. I mean, that's a that's no. a hard play, it right? Is. Like you're, it, you're it's a two like, on one. It's, absolutely, yeah. It's not like anything like stunning as a pass, right? But like he's probably thinking that he's going to go backhand and try to push it around him. Stead pulls it and just kind of. Gives a nice little pass through him. I mean, it looks really Great easy, timing. and yeah. of course it's it, not. But For what it's worth, the style of this game would make it hard to create any chaos in the offensive <laughs> zone. Given how well Carolina prevented the Avs from doing anything yeah. at 5-on-5, five five, especially for the second half of this hockey game. I don't know. I mean, you would like the abs as a whole to probably do a better job of getting into the zone with possession, but not putting that on McDonald's head for sure. Of course. And like, I'm just saying, like, I would just like to, in the past, we've seen it because we've seen like 50 games of Jacob McDonald over the last couple yeah. of years. Yep. It's not like we've seen like really limited, like, oh, we saw him for six games. We're trying to, you know, we've seen plenty of the guy over the couple of years here. And the the willingness to jump into the play and be a difference maker, a guy that was actively involved offensively, we haven't seen any of it. And I'm just when when you're on the verge of calling up Brad Hunt, who is an offense only defenseman, yeah, you're looking at Jacob McDonald going, "Oh my God, can we get by with this? Yeah, you know, can we get by with this? And maybe this is where you consider not." with Brad Hunt purely out of out of style. Yep. I mean, he's the obvious answer because your other options here, Keaton Middleton and Andreas Englund, who are like relics in the modern game, you know, they're they're like bad versions of Curtis McDermott. Yep. Uh and so you're you're like, okay, well stylistically they're defense only, but they can't play at NHL speed. So now what do you do? 
You don't know, have a good option, yeah. You really don't have a good... I mean, it, and then you're talking about Danilo Jaravalov, who just isn't ready for that. Yeah. He's got, like, 10 games or something on North American ice. Like, he's not ready for that. Agreed. So, you're in, you're in a, like, a tough spot right now. But depending on the severity of the McDermott injury, we don't know what that looks like. Uh, but, yeah, Gerard could be back and... It would solve that, a lot of problems yeah. for the Abs. Would be quite yeah. helpful, but until until he gets back and is in the lineup, you're nervous about what's next. Yeah. Yep. Because if look a day to day Gerard, if he if he comes back, he plays Monday against St. Louis, and Ivan Barbashev breaks his sternum again. Now you got all the same problem. You're all over right again, back yeah. to where you were, being having this exact conversation that we're having. Yep. So yeah, you are hopeful that Sam Gerard is kind of the answer here, but. So far on the season, every time it's, oh, this guy's getting close to coming back, it has not worked out for the Avs. Is there <laughs> a timetable around Bo? Week, week to week. week. Yeah, that's not good. And what's weird What's weird is that we've seen him wandering around stuff, and he's not Seems taped up. fine, yeah. There's no boot. There's no brace. Hmm. None of that is going on. It's just like, what the hell's up with them? Because he was, if you go and watch the interview from when they're in Finland, because remember, he plays the first game, but yep, he doesn't yep. play the second game. He does an interview, I think, with Altitude Yep. that afternoon before the game. And he's like, oh, I'm really excited for the game tonight. We're going to play. And so he thinks he's going to play at that time. Yep. And Comes something in, happens. Something yeah. happens between that interview and game time. He doesn't play, and now it's week to week. Yep. What the hell? Yeah. Weird stuff. Is this the, is this the Tyson Berry... Leg laceration <laughs> from wrestling. Were they wrestling in, in, the, in his hotel room? Like, I know that there were a lot of moose out in out in Finland, but that doesn't mean you had to try and fight one on your way to the rink, dude. Uh, it's an LBI, so no, yeah, nothing concussion yeah, related. Yeah. Uh, getting back to the game, the Avs do a very good job in the third period of reasserting themselves, and it's not that they played a great period necessarily, but their top end players are just so dangerous that it takes one play. Yep. It's Miko and McKinnon. Miko gets it across and McKinnon it, finishes. If you're Rod Brindamore. You're like, as that's developing, you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> those guys. <laughs> really? Like, those are the guys you can't give that up to. Yep. You did anybody else on the abs. Who knows how that two on one goes? And even then, like, they get a little lucky. Like, that puck yeah. rides up anti Ranta's stick yep. and, and into the net. Yep. But, like, those are two... Like, no! You can't give that up to those two. You have to know the personnel in the situation. You can't be so desperate to tie the game. So with, like, 13 minutes left, too. Like, it wasn't yeah. late in the game here where you're full send and you're going to make mistakes. It wasn't the case. You were, you, they were in a position where they could just continue to play it safe against that line and make someone else, somebody else was going to get to 3-1 and beat them, then somebody else was going to. But to, to make that mistake against Colorado's best players, I, you, deserve to, you deserve to lose. <laughs> Agreed. And, and, and look, the Avs have now won four in a row with questionable depth at best. And certainly the last two games have been punctuated by, uh, I tweeted out, I said, does the Avs depth really matter if they have three of the top 10 players in the world playing for their line lineup right now? Like, 
they can get away with this kind of stuff. Yeah. So it, it, it's <laughs> look what Colorado's best player. We we talk about this a lot. Colorado's best players are just better than the other team's better best players. Yep. Nine out of every ten games, yeah. that will be the case. There are very very few teams that can that can match up against the Avalanche in terms of just hey we're gonna put our elite guys against your elite guys. And whoever has the better night uh, wins the game. Colorado's like, great, we're going to win a shitload of hockey games like that. Yeah, they, they can absolutely live with that. And credit to Pavel Francos tonight as well, only giving up the one goal. And, and, you know, did he have the craziest workload where he was making amazing saves left and right? No, but he didn't give up anything. You give up one goal, you put yourself in, you put your team in a really, really good position to win a game. Especially, it's a, it's a goal on a two-on-one. There's no softy. There's no, like, demoralizing, yep. like, God, are you fucking kidding me with this? None of, like, none of that. It's a good, they earn that goal, and. Oh, There's another calm night back there, right? Like, yeah. you love that from your goalie. Yep. Yep. It makes it a whole lot easier for everyone on the ice yeah. when your goalie is locked in like that. And he so. earned a, he earned a win. He was yep. due for one, and, you know. To be honest with you, the, the Avs are due for a bad goaltending night sometime. They haven't really had one in a while, so yeah. they're due for something like that coming up yeah, soon. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have to pay my tab. Doug, you so, got to do this before. I know. I forgot. <laughs> I realized and I forgot. Sorry. You're good. Unbelievable, <laughs> man. This is amateur I'm shit. I'm a slacker. Um, in any case... Overall, a weird game. So I I don't know that I want to call it like the great solid win statement, whatever, for Colorado. But it's another game where you look at it and you go, well, the Avs never trailed in this hockey game. The Avs never really even got that close to, to giving up the lead that they had. It's hard not to feel really good about the way the Avs are playing right now. Yeah. I mean, you're four wins in a row. Your underlying numbers don't look good in really any of these games, uh, except I think the 5-1 game against Columbus was just a shit-kicking. Yeah. But the other three, the you know, 6-3 win over Columbus, you blow a three-goal lead in that game. Um, you, you're up 5-1 against Nashville, and it gets to 5-3. You're a little, a little nervous in that game. Uh, this one, you have a two nothing goes to two one. Uh, into the third period, you're you know you're one bounce away from a tie hockey game, but they just seem to be just finding a way right now. They're not. It's not dominant. Yep. It's not. Oh my god, these guys are a wagon. You know the, Oh wow. You know you. It's not like the casual fan isn't going to tune into the abs right now and be like, oh my god. You know, <laughs> it's none of that. I hate that phrase. I hate so it much. too. <laughs> it's so fucking annoying. Well, it goes back to that like styles of play, right? Like the Avs used to be like this one trick pony where you had to play the Avs game or else yeah. they were just a complete mess. And you saw that change last year where they could play the different styles of hockey. I didn't know chaos was one of those styles that they could actually <laughs> learn how to play. They did yeah. great. Well, and neither team really looked comfortable with tonight. And you're looking at the way that Carolina stifled Colorado at 5v5. Yeah. And you're thinking, well, they should have been fine. Yep. That's what the... And too often, the Avs were just right into the teeth of yep. how Carolina plays in the neutral zone. 
is all the way down the ice and then out. But they didn't do anything with it. Yeah. They would get the puck and then they went, all right, we'll and, kind of fart around here, fart around there. Well, and that's like... Throw a low-quality shot I, here. I know the Corsi numbers look quite bad. They look real bad. But then you look at the actual shots for metrics... And it's really not that bad. Like Carolina yeah. settled for a lot of really poor shot selection. Yeah, a lot of pucks didn't get through tonight. And then you also like again a, a game that features what eight or nine power plays between the two teams. Yep. Special teams are a heavy feature of the game, and the ABS were exceptional in that area. Yeah. They only get the one power play goal, but oh my god, their power play was really good tonight. I mean, even the second unit when it came on was lights out. Yeah. Really, really, really good. Uh, and then the PK just didn't allow anything. So genuinely, when you guys are looking up fancy stats, hit that all situations and remember that sixty minutes got played beyond just five v five, and those numbers look a lot different at all. And that's and I think that's where the real story of the game gets told. It wasn't because five v five was as limited as it as it was. And then when they finally got to play some five v five in the third period, you are in a two one game, and then it becomes a three one game. So you're you you are talking. There's a little bit of score effect in there. Yep. Either way, the yeah, Avs anyway. The Avs took care of business. Yeah. There. Point is, point is like the, yeah. they didn't dominate this game. But they won it pretty comfortably behind their star power, just being better. Yep. Colorado's best players just played a better hockey game tonight. Capitalized on the opportunities that they had. Got got a little bit lucky. You know, the puck that goes off the back wall and then a puck that rides up Ranta's stick. Like, you get a little bit. You get get some small fortunes there. You get some luck. You also... Are approaching a point where it feels like you could stick me out there with Miko Ranton and then he'd find a way to get me a goal <laughs> at this point because the and dude Miko's is just empty netter, man. Yeah, yeah, straight up, just casually just rifles turn it, turn around and shoot at 190 feet. <laughs> oh, look, it's right in the center of the net. Like, <laughs> I do this shit all the time. What do you guys want from me? <laughs> okay, just like that, huh? Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like in my head when he's just like, okay, well, yeah, okay. Oh, there's four more points. Yeah, look at me go. <laughs> I'm Miko. You know, it's like it's like that's the monologue that I hear in my brain when he just like that's, it's out like there a, just like cruising is around. That a finish Mickey Mouse right there. What, yeah, what I guess. I someday, guess. Yeah. Someday when we make that cartoon about a moose, that you're definitely doing Miko's voice. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. It's man. just a pure ripoff of Bullwinkle. <laughs> <laughs> well, Miko's a pure ripoff of Bullwinkle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are brought to you by the American Raptors. You can go catch a rugby game down at Infinity Park in Glendale. Uh, it's where the men's and women's 15 teams play. So, literally, the best rugby in the country. The Raptors are playing a league rugby. Uh, they're made up of a bunch of players from the high ends of other sports, some that have been played in leagues like the NFL. So you can go check that out as they try to transition into rugby. They went five and five last year, so they're a pretty decent team considering. It's crazy to me that these dudes just don't play rugby. Yeah, come from other sports, play rugby, go get dropped into a professional league, <laughs> and go five hundred. It's not bad. You're like, huh? Okay, it's pretty imp- pretty impressive, honestly. It, it when it boils down to it, rugby is really just 
toss ball, catch ball, run Dude, mostly. I watched the. There was a clip uh, of a women's rugby match, and she like this. I don't know who it was. I don't know anything about it other than that's what happened. It was toss ball, catch ball, and she sprinted almost the length of the field. Just outran everybody. Had the angle and just turned the jets just on. Gone. I was like, holy shit. This is crazy. And it was awesome. I was like, that was one of those like, I need to watch more rugby moments. You can uh, you can go watch the American Raptors. Go to AmericanRaptors.com. Tickets cost you nothing. Nothing. It's a free day. Free sports. Yeah. To go out to Infinity Park out yeah. there is amazing. In, in London. Awesome. And yeah. It's a beautiful facility too. Yep. Like it's it really is like a genuine it's like a, just a nice day out. It's yep. free. You're out in the sun a little bit. You get to watch some pro sports and then you go about your day. It doesn't take all day. It's not like a baseball game. Uh, you can also follow Colin Strickler, our rugby guy, DNVR Rugby on Twitter. Highly recommend. He's awesome. Has a bunch of amazing interviews. Also has 101 pods if you're just new to rugby and getting into the sport. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. You could make an argument that Miko should be our king of the game, and you'd probably be right. But, however, <laughs> a thing happened where we were trying to do Yaya solid and get him the king of the game early. early. Yep. And literally, as I was typing it out, Miko was shooting 190 foot empty netter <laughs> for his four point night. So we didn't give it to Miko. And we definitely didn't give it to Frankie. Give and me a break. Yeah, no. We, <laughs> no offense. He could have been third star. For sure. But we he gave it to the man, star. the myth, the legend, Kale McCarr. Uh, a two goal night off of that lack of goal scoring, if you want to call it that. I know he had one, but now he's got three. The first one was his 50th of his career. I think he's at this point. Has he, he's not quite to that 200 point mark, right? But he's almost there. Uh, I'd have to look. Yeah, I know he got too. his 50th career goal the yeah. other day. No, no, that was that tonight. Was yeah. Tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. 200. I don't he's, he's like dangerously close yeah, to 200 points. And he's the fastest person to do it in like 40 years or something. I don't, it's crazy. Well, the other part, too, is like uh, the stuff that doesn't show up on the, the stats there, right? Like Agreed. That penalty kill that he did in the second period. Where he was chasing after everybody, chasing where he the puck down. steals a puck yeah. in neutral zone and just yeah. goes baller walks mode in, yeah. walks in <laughs> to a scoring chance that he just puts high. Yeah, yep. doesn't then, doesn't not a save, and then he's like, <laughs> "Oh, we're back." They fixed it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know, dude. That this is how today's been. Yeah. No kidding. Let's let's hit the shoot super chats and get out of here before stuff breaks. Five dollars from Pete, who says thoughts on Sampo and how he looks compared to last year. Uh, score goal, bro. Yeah, you'd you're, like you're to see him finish. Better opportunities than the two he's had in two games, but it, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Uh, $10 from Aaron, Miko Ling, hate, staying composed, finding Makar for one in the net. Has to be one of my favorite goals of the season so far. Got under the Canes skin. Sko abs. That's going to be on a highlight reel for the rest of the year, for sure. Canes fans will be upset about that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Uh, Board our guy. It's fine. <laughs> and then $2 from D. Gro saying Condor was on tonight. 
he wasn't terrible. Sure. I don't know if I'd say he was on, but yeah. he, he didn't hurt the Avs, so that's a win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The game was weird. This pod has clearly been weird. Yeah. We're going to, we're, we're done. The jankiness migrated from ball. Yeah. <laughs> <Straight> <laughs> up. Came right down to the bar. Yeah. So. We're gonna we're gonna cut it out while we're ahead like here. One TV on in the bar now. It, that one's always on. I've never seen that one off. <laughs> and a late twenty from Drew, the amazing wow. Drew, who always gives us an insane amount of money. Uh, one hundred ninety six and one hundred ninety one games played for Kale. Thank you for the stats. Still the best poorly shot pod in the business. Uh, we appreciate all you. We're out of here. We're off tomorrow. We will be back covering the game on Monday with the whole nine. Should be back to watch alongs and all that stuff because if I'm not better by then, I'm going to the doctor. Uh, we love you. Yeah, for more vaccinations. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> great. That's what you need. That'll make you feel better. We love you. We'll talk to you on Monday. Until then, we'll see you later.